Well, I guess I'm supposed to give a little greeting first, so greetings. Uh, <laughs> um, it was just about a week ago, we had a big thing called Sweet Hope. It was a big fundraiser for the house, and Mark and Gina were there, so you guys were represented well, so I just want you to know that. It was a great, great success. It's crazy awesome. Um, Chris always talks about the men in prison, but then I feel that's not fair because we need to talk about the women too. Isn't that right? And so um, be in prayer. Um, many, I mean, we just consider you guys a second home. I mean, a lot of our support comes from you guys. I mean, from within these people. And that means more to us than we can even express. So um, I want to thank you guys for that. And as you think of, don't, if, you come, if you see the shirt, you see your little postcard on your, on your fridge or something, then pray for don't look back. And that's what I want you to pray for. We are not in a women's prison yet. And uh, now I'm in, um, we're in the jail. We have a team. We go into the jail, a Rogers County jail to the women, but we're not in the prison. And so um, pray that we get into a women's prison too because uh, I've got friends in there now and I write to them, but we're not in there. And um, one of the gals said, we need 101 in this place. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying. So um, it's been kind of a struggle because there's lots of programs and they're just full you know, and, um, but they don't have 101, and that, so we need to go in, so pray for us. And I just wanted to tell you an update on um, a gal named Desiree. She was in um, Rogers County Jail for uh, quite a while, and uh, we would go into the pod, the team, and we start doing Christianity 101, and we wear our t-shirts in. And she started coming and she kind of started asking questions. She got a book and she would, um, she said, you know, I don't really know very much about the Bible and stuff. I was like, it's fine. Just come on and ask, ask questions. We'll answer what we can and all of that. So she came and she just got more and more involved and more engaged, you know. And uh, eventually she kind of became our anchor, what I call like the one that kind of helps keep things going. I called her the, our missionary because she would go upstairs to the cells upstairs and tell them to come down to 101 class. And so she was our missionary to the upstairs cells. <laughs> and, uh, which is a different place up there. So uh, let me tell you. So uh, she would do that. And then um, she uh, went on to prison. She's in prison now and I write to her. But she said, <laughs> she told me, she said, you know, when you guys first started coming, I was like, I'm just not sure about all this God talk. I'm not sure about this Christian stuff. I just don't know. She said, but you guys came in and I saw your t-shirts and they were really cool. So I thought I'd come to your group. <laughs> so, what so our t-shirts have their own testimony now, you guys. And uh, shameless plug, they're for sale today. Uh, we brought some, thanks to Kyle Weaver. Uh, where's Kyle? He's back there. There he is. He said, oh, you guys are, he inboxed me on Facebook. Are you guys bringing your t-shirts, right? And I said, oh, I don't know, I guess. I didn't even really plan on it. He goes, well, Pastor Mark already announced that you were bringing t-shirts. I'm like, oh, so you need to thank Kyle that uh, we lived up to your word because he told me that accidentally. So we have them. But she also, um, and I 
lost my phone, speaking of phones, but I have it in there. She wrote me a letter from prison and she said, I know that God has given me a second chance and I am determined to make him proud. And she's taking classes and she's so positive and I'm just, and I think it was just a few months ago, she said, I'm not too sure about this God talk. And now she's just determined to serve him. So pray for us that we'll get into the prisons too and can um, have classes with her and some others. That's it. Now here's Chris. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. I just want to glorify the Lord real quick if we could. Because you know the only reason we really come together is a family to give him glory. So Father, I just praise you this morning. I thank you, God, for what you have in store. I thank you for your word, which is truth. Let it light us up. Let it do in us what nothing else will. Let it change us, rearrange us, change us from the inside, Lord, and put us out there where we can be an example of what everyone out there this morning, whether they're washing their car, mowing their yard, sleeping in, they need to see you. And Lord, let you be seen in us. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So thank you again so much because uh, we love coming someplace where we know we're on the same channel. And we're trying to do the same thing, right? Because the whole thing is there's a lot of lost folks and uh, we have an answer. We have an answer to that. And it's not my thought, my theory, my whatever. It's his word. And speaking of his word, here's an iPhone. (laughs) So if we could look at Proverbs chapter three. (laughs) Because... What I want to share this morning is something that the Lord has put on my heart that I've walked out. Because when I walked out of prison, man, there, ain't, there is no way, one, I could stand up here, I already told you that, and two, that I could even believe that I could do what I'm doing today. And still, I don't. And you know what I know this morning that God told me? There are people in this room right now that don't believe what they can do. They don't believe it. But God wants you to know something. You can do it. He wouldn't have put it on your heart. He wouldn't have placed it before you. He wouldn't have given you the dream if it wasn't possible. And everyone in here, he's given a dream. Every person in here has a ministry. You do. You have a group of people that only you can touch. Only you. I could stand in front of them all day long and mystify them and and just say all kinds of good stuff and they wouldn't hear a word. But you might stand in front of them and say one thing and their life be changed. Is that right? And that's what I tell them in the prison. I tell them, you've only been sidetracked for a moment. And you know what? There are people in the prison right now that are walking in freedom that some of you need. And I'm not trying to pick but I want you to hear something. We need to walk freely in him. We need to glory in him. We need to share all that he's done in us with everyone that will listen and do not be embarrassed. There's so many of us that walk embarrassed and he wants that off of us this morning. Is that okay? So as we look at the word, I am gonna pick because I get to come in here every once in a while. So I get to pick on you. We'll let Mark fix it. And that's what, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to get you not to do all this in here, but to go out there and do it. When Quick Trip, when you walk in this afternoon, guess what? There'll be someone standing there that needs to hear something positive. Even have a nice day. 
I hope you have a good day today. There's a lot of stuff we can do for the Lord that doesn't take a whole bunch of uh, intellectual thought. <laughs> how, how are you doing? Can I get that door for you? Can I share with you? Can I, can I pick that up for you? The greatest things I've ever done in my life has to do with stepping outside of myself and making someone else more important. Is that right? Because as we make other people more important, we ourselves are lifted up. I share with these guys, man, I tell them, I say, my one desire, and this is true, my one desire is that they will leave that prison, they will come out in this earth, and they will do more than I'll ever do. And they'll touch more people than I'll ever touch, and they'll do things I don't even think I can do. Right? Because we box ourselves in. Because we think, oh, nobody will listen to me. Nobody will hear me. I'm not good enough. And that is a lie. That's a lie. So if we look at Proverbs on our iPhone. <laughs> Actually, can I have your Bible? Please. No, I got those. Everybody's picking on me already. Are you good? Proverbs 3, we're going to start verse 1. Is that okay? Can we read a little word this morning? Because the word is what set me free. It says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. You know what people need to see in you? Peace. When I met Jules and I looked in her eyes, I seen peace. I'd never seen peace before. Chaos was my number one thing. Some of you may be familiar with this statement. If everything's going real well, I'd mess it up. I'd trash it because it did not feel right. Because chaos was comfort. If I was tearing something up or had somebody mad at me or something, I was comfortable. But today, man, peace. Let peace guide our hearts. Is that right? So peace. It says three, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Speak the truth and love. Be kind to all those around you. And be kind to those that have used you. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. That's the one I want to kick over in the corner. That's the one I want to forget. Is that right? That's the one he needs to pay. Doesn't he? He needs to pay. He did that. He needs to pay. That's not who we are. That's who we were. Who we are is, I need to pray. Yes. Not trying to get somebody back, but trying to add to somebody. And it's not easy, folks. It's not. If you walk out of here today and you do everything that your flesh tells you to do, you will not be able to fulfill this commandment. You will not be able to love your neighbor. Because if you're thinking about yourself, your neighbor really doesn't matter. Is that right? Because I'm just trying to fill my own void. Guys, if we got Jesus, we don't have a void. We might have a misunderstanding. We, not, we may not really understand what he's trying to do, right? But we don't have a void. Jesus filled us to overflowing. We have everything that every person out there needs. Is that right? We do. We've got it. It's in us. It says, bind them around your neck. 
Write them on the tablet of your heart. Four, so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Who here knows you can walk in favor with God? <laughs> yes. Who here knows you can walk in favor with man? Is that right? We're to walk in favor with both. And there's only one way to do that, put God before myself. God goes before me, prepares my path. I pray everywhere I go. If I'm going to store, I pray. Is this taking a while? Uh, yes. A long time. A long time. But I had to be persistent. I had to desire that, sir, I want you to succeed. I want you to make it and be real in my heart. I would do anything I can to see that you would succeed. And when we get there, God will make sure we get everything we need. Is that right? Seek ye first what? The kingdom of God. And he'll do what? Add. See, every one of y'all can say that. Every one of y'all have got that. But for some reason, as soon as we walk out the door, oftentimes the cares and concerns of the world just take everything away. And then we begin to demonstrate something that we're not. Is that right? Yes, I am picking. Because I'm supposed to, right? Because the whole thing is you're representing more than just this. You're representing God. If Jesus is in your heart, you're an ambassador for the kingdom. And everything you do and everything you say, someone's watching. Whether it's good, right, or wrong, they're watching. If you're picking on somebody and talking down about somebody, guess what? Someone else is listening. And they go, that's Christianity? I don't think I want that. We're an example everywhere we go, is that right? But there's something that has to happen in us. Verse 5. And this is hard. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I never thought that was possible. I never thought that it would be possible to go into prison and, and share and see people go and get broke out of years of bondage, addictions. I had my own. I was so addicted to things, I thought I would never get out. And this is not before I met Jesus. This was after I met Jesus. Because the enemy has a plan. Is that right? To steal kill and destroy and he uses pride flesh and eyes to do such is that right there's something i've learned about the number three it is the trinity but it's also the plan to take you out on the other side because i tell all them guys man you'll walk out of here and the enemy has it set up for you he knows where to get you how to get you and we say it's a great thing about this thing right here but the enemy wears us out with this thing. Is that right? The enemy takes this thing and uses it in a way it's not supposed to be used. And he allows us to go down a road. And then guess what? When you got yourself into a mess and you say, trust the Lord with all your heart. <laughs> oh, it sounds good, doesn't it? but I just stepped out of something yesterday. It's not too cool. That's the way I was for years, right? 
My addiction operating cycles. Is that right? And then I'm supposed to be a witness of a God that set me free. Is that right? Trust in the Lord. And what's the next? What's the next? Without looking, someone say it. Dude. That's the answer. Because if it has to do with my understanding, it's wrong anyway. It's wrong. That's all I have to say. If it's my understanding, it's wrong. That's it. And it's so hard for us as Americans, men, women, it's hard to have to be humble. To know that your understanding has to be wrapped in his word. To know that every part of your understanding has to be led by his spirit. Lean not to your own understanding. Well, you don't know. My friend got that new car last week. I got to get one. <laughs> Is that right? My friend got the new big TV. I got to get it. My friend got the new house. I got to get it. My friend, 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 friend. No, my friend is Jesus. Is that right? And what did Jesus do for me? He set me free from the things of men. He did, but I have to seek him. So lean not to your own understanding. There's some of you in here right now have done went to sleep. And that's cool. I understand that. Because it's a constant fight. Satan doesn't take Sunday afternoon off. He doesn't. His constant, his constant desire is to disappoint the Father. And if he can use you, he's going to do it. And if it's with your eyes, if it's with your flesh, or if it's with your pride, they don't deserve to know Jesus. They, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't. You know what they did to me? You know what those people did to me? God knows what they did to you. Is that right? And God is more than able to take care of that situation. We all have stories where someone's done something bad to us. You too, dear. He knows. Yeah, I'll be pointing some folks out if that's okay. Mark gave me the okay, so here we go. <laughs> no, because the whole thing is God wants us to walk out of here changed. We say it all the time. We say, here's what we say. Lord, let us be different. Let us, let us leave this place changed. And half the time we do the same stuff over and over and over again. And then we expect a different result. And I believe that was explained to me early on in my walk with the Lord that that's insanity. Yet we walk in it all the time thinking it's normal. Is that right? So is it okay? If, if it's not okay that I point you out, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> God wants you to be free today. Not tomorrow, not through a program. Not through, oh, I hope they pray the right prayer for me. Because when I pray for you, and I'm going to pray for some of you, when I pray for you, I'm believing in that moment that God sets you free. That moment, not some other deal. 
Lean not to your own understanding. My understanding used to tell me something like this. Well, my prayer wasn't long enough. It wasn't deep enough. Their faith wasn't good enough. All that was my understanding. Oh, just, oh man, they just didn't hear it. I need to scream it a little louder. Is that right? And see, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy thinks anymore that Christianity is a joke. He does. He wants us to profess the name of Jesus and continue to walk as though we don't know him. Because all we do is push everybody away. Dear, I got to pray over you. You know, pointing, you see that? <laughs> yes. You need, you're going to walk free. You got something to offer this world needs. And you've been lied to. I identify because I've been there. See, God not only allowed us to walk out all the mess that we walked out, he allowed it to be something that we recognized. When you walk through your mess, it becomes something you can identify. And then you begin to look at other people and go, oh, I know what that is. We can all get in our cars right now and I can take you to any Walmart and I can show you everybody's stealing. We walk up to them, we can ask them. Why? Because I used to steal everything I could out of Walmart. <laughs> I know what it looks like. I'm just trying to be real. Is that right? Can't you identify with something that you've knew from the past and you see it and go, I know what that is. And I see rejection in here this morning. I even walked rejected in the church. I felt like I needed a position. I kicked my best friend out of church because I thought I had to have a position. We do strange things because we lean into our own understanding. Is that right? Our understanding is messed up because it's been formed through years of all kinds of, I almost cussed. No, it's not fair what's been done to us. It's not. It's wrong. And the thing is, we're just allowing it to go on around us. Oh, we don't want to mess with them today. Yeah, we do. We want them free. And I want you guys free. I want to be free when I walk out of here. So if I lean not to my own understanding, what am I supposed to do then? In all your ways, acknowledge Him. Don't acknowledge you. I'm nothing. Paul, it took him 13 letters to get there. It did. Read it out and see. After 13 letters, he says, I'm nothing apart from Christ. Nothing. But it took 13 letters. Dude, how many letters have you written lately? No, I'm saying is, are you getting in the Bible? Are you studying the Word? Are you taking in the Word and letting it? When I tell the guys in the prison, I love to bring up food. It's wonderful. Because I know the nasty mess they're eating. I love to talk about steaks and marinating. It gets them mad. But it's all right. They'll get over it. 
But I'll talk about the marinade. Who here's had a good steak? Was some effort put into it? Chef knew what he was doing. Put a good marinade on it. Marinated it real well. Let it set for a while. Cooked it just right. Knew exactly when to pull it off the grill. Knew how long to let it set. I didn't even know back in the day you're supposed to let it set. I'm eating it off the grill. <laughs> but you're supposed to let it set. Let it soak. It's the same thing we're supposed to be doing. And not just on Sunday or Wednesday night or when sometime when somebody makes you condemned about needing to read the Bible. No, it's every day. We're supposed to be marinating in him so that anything that comes off of us draws someone else to Jesus. That's it. Everybody's in here has been hurt. Say you've been hurt. hurt. We've all been hurt. Everybody in here has been hurt. And it doesn't matter. God explained to me a long time ago, I made you able to get through that. You may not have made what they went through. So I can't look at my story and say it's all bad. My story's no worse than yours. Right? Because everybody in here has heard something that they shouldn't have heard. Something's been done to them that shouldn't have been done. And they've understood it wrong. God was faithful. We're sitting here. Is that right? He's still drawing us. He still wants us to do exactly what he created us to do. And I think as we begin to wind down here, if you're okay, we're going to start praying for some folks. Because that's what I'm here for today. Don't look back. Thanks you very much for all your support. But your prayers are worth so much. Because we're getting to do stuff I never thought possible. Because why? I trust the Lord. Look at this. Check this out. Here's the number one thing God would ask you to do today. You ready? I'm going to demonstrate it. Let's all get this together. You ready? You're, are you sure? You sure? Can everybody see? This is a demo. That's all he's asking us to do. Step out in him. Quit thinking, quit thinking about the things you can't do. Oh, I did that before and it didn't work. Satan, shut up. No, I, I'm a shut-upper. When he starts talking, shut up. And most of the time, it's me talking to myself. Is that right? Oh, I can't do that. Shut up. People see me walking around and go, why did he say shut up? We didn't even say anything. <laughs> Just shut up. I tell myself to shut up because my greatest enemy is between my ears. Is that right? Because I take all my understanding and I try to apply it to something without his word and it's always a mess. Always a mess. It will never work. It's wood, hay, and stubble. Is that right? This world has nothing to offer us. Nothing. But we have everything to offer it. We have all that they need. And it's not something I can say. It's who I am. A follower of Jesus. Because everything he did, he said, you could do, dear. I'm pointing you out large because you need to be broke free. Is that okay? Are you looking at me? <laughs> Are you okay? I say this, mom. We're going to pray for you. Is that okay? Is that all right? Dude, Amen. that's all we're supposed to do is believe. And there's a couple more, but she needs freedom. And I'm not pointing you out. I'm lifting you up. 
I'm not saying you did anything wrong. I'm saying he wants to do right. He wants you to be able to speak to people and them go, man, what was that? Here's, here's my desire for all of you, that you'll just walk by people and they'll go, Whew. man, I don't know what I needed, but I know what I need now. I need that. Is that right? Because one day I walked into an office, been in prison three times, been in over 20 or 30 jails, been in three mental institutions. My story's not that bad. <laughs> right? No, it's not that bad. Rejected by my own. Has anybody walked up the sidewalk to your family's home and heard the locks? Anybody? You know what I mean? It's a terrible thing. But God has taken all that. And he let me walk into an office one day. Opened the door and walked in and said, what the heck is that? It was part flesh at the moment. I seen this girl. My second wife had just left me. I had an emptiness. I'd been empty all my life. And I seen her, man. But I seen her eyes. I still see it today. She had peace. Dude, they need peace. They don't need me telling them what to do and how to do it. They don't need me telling them. You know what I do with all, my, with all our volunteers? If they say the word bad while they're in jail or prison, they no longer come in. You don't need to be telling somebody they're bad. We don't need to be telling people what we think they need to be doing. We need to be telling people what he did in us. I was a sinner. I was a filthy, no good my stepdad was right when I was four and five. When he took me out there, he said, you're a worthless piece of crap. He was right. Without Jesus, I have nothing. But with Jesus, we can do all things. Is that right? We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. His word does in us what nothing else will do. His presence in us will change everything. I was in a prison last Tuesday night doing 301 and we were talking about the Holy Spirit and he just fell. We all start crying because the peace that surpasses understanding showed up in that room and I said, guys, you need to take this right here and go back up to that dorm. Peace. Peace. Sometimes we think about peace and go, oh, I, I know I need a new car. <laughs> I, I need some food. No, we need peace. Is that right? Yeah. People center all up on the gifts. Oh, get you some gifts. <laughs> no, get you some fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Now I'm meddling. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you get nine all the fruit, all nine of the fruit operating in your life, the gifts will show up. Is that right? Is that good? That's a whole other teaching. So, I think we're done.